This program was first broadcast on Canterbury's access media station, Plains FM, and was made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air. It's time now for Green Thumbs in Canterbury, out and about with the Canterbury Horticultural Society. Ray and Lorraine from Canterbury Horticultural Society out and about in Christchurch. And it's anniversary weekend coming up, Lorraine. Yes, I know. Not show weekend. No, 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 we can't have that, can we? No, it's a bit of a pity, but never mind. It is a shame. Yeah, Mm. next year maybe. Yeah. So that's great. Well, it's a good weekend for planting. What are you planning to be planting? I'm planning to be planting some some peas. I've got peas. I've got the courgettes in the garden so far. I've got tomato plants. I'm going to put in pots this year because they didn't do very good and well in the garden last year. How do you mean they didn't do well? They just didn't just didn't grow very well. I don't yeah. know quite why. So yeah. if I've got them in pots and I'm going to put them in tomato growing soil and yeah. give them um, whatever they Lots need. Lots of love. Lots of love and check out what they need, you know, yeah. so specifically for tomatoes. So. Yeah, that's good. And you have a bit more control with the pots too, don't you? Well, I'm hoping to, yeah, because yeah. I've never done well with tomatoes for some reason. Yeah, do you know, I've been around some of the schools and um, kindergartens and they just get one of those um pots or big bags of tomato mix oh, okay. and they just put a plant in the, the plastic bag right. and they get fabulous crops. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, maybe it is just the love. I don't know what it is. But... Oh, well, I try to love my plants, but <laughs> tomatoes just don't love me back. No, well, I know they are a bit tricky. And of course, you know, unless you get good flow of um, air through, you pick up mould and things oh. really easily. And, yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. anyway, I'll give it the pot. Give it a, a go. go. Give yep. it a go. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Um, I've been checking in the paper for some of the details or the statistics has been, you know, um, growing conditions. Mm. And it's quite a good thing for people who are really interested to have a look in the paper on the um, weather forecast page. It shows you phases of the moon, the sun, what the weather's doing, what the tides are doing. But it also has a little section on what's happening um, from the soil point of view. Right. Um, and there's always a little thing there that's called evapotranspiration, and it gives you a, um, a percentage or, a, or a, um, a millimetre. And at the moment, for the average for the last week, has been 1.6 millimetres, which means it's very low. So it means we're not losing soil, tempor- uh, soil moisture right. very rapidly. Right. And that's probably because it's cold. Yes. <laughs> you know, yeah. and the, even though the wind's not sort of, well, it's not evaporating, so the wind can't take it away. Right. Um, so it's a good idea to watch that because when it gets um, the high into four, five, six, it means you really have to start watering seriously. Right. But while it's this low, you just need to just keep an eye on it. Right, unless you've got pots because yeah, yes. I've i got pots about 14 pots and I have to water them every day. Yeah, Otherwise, they look sad. Oh, they look sad very quickly. Yep. Yeah, that's yep. right. Um, and surprisingly, we always think we've had no terrible weather in the winter and everything. But the sunshine hours are actually above normal, oh. above average. Um, at the moment, we're sitting in 1953 against a normal year, which we'd only have 1,685. So we're 230 hours Up ahead already. on sun. And right. we have... We haven't had summer yet. We haven't had November and December. December, right. No. So, right. Mm. Um, and the other one that's quite important for people who are keen gardeners mm. 
is the soil temperature. Right. Um, and at the moment it's 12.9, yeah. which is just a touch below no- the average, at, which is normally 13.4. But it means the soil is lovely and warm. So right. you can think of planting your peas and your beans and things like that. Right. They won't get cold and horrible. And, <laughs> yeah, you know. So that's, it's always quite interesting. That to, is interesting. To have a look yeah. at that every yeah. month or two. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, just to check out those statistics. And, I mean, they're there for yeah. you. So you yeah, might, yeah. if you're a gardener, you yeah, yeah. Well, well do I it. am. So yeah. I'll need to check that out myself. Yeah. So anyway, it's, yeah. um, well, I thought that might be something interesting for people who don't uh, don't know those. It, it's there. Yeah. You know? Well, I didn't know myself, so yeah. thank you. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. so that mm-hmm. leads me into check your watering system. Time of year, get going. <laughs> check your pipes. Check your junctions that they haven't sort of got loose over the winter. Right. Replace the batteries in your you know timers if you. If you're lucky enough to have one. Oh, well, we've decided in the (laughs) end, when you go on holiday or go away for a weekend, it's lovely to set it and know... That it's going to come on. That it's going to come on. We we <laughs> always get a friend to come and check that they're coming on because <laughs> right. you never know. But, yeah. yeah. So just an idea for people to think about. Just run around your garden, check that the hoses haven't come undone and things mm. like that. Mm. Mm. Much easier than I, I do mine by either a watering can or a sprinkler. Mm. But, mind you, I don't go anywhere on holiday, so I'm home all the time. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's yeah. right. Anyway. Yeah. So yes, so that's that's one thing that I think makes life a bit easier in yes, the garden. I would um, like one of those systems myself. Well, you can put it in. I've yes. put them in by myself. Right. I can't say that I'm the best person at putting them in, but I have put them in in the past. All right, I'll I'll check with hubby and see yeah, if he can... might be a nice project for him. Oh, it would. I mean, there's an amazing amount of stuff out there to that right. you can get. Yes. Yeah. Oh, right. I'll I'll talk him into it. Yeah. I'll have to think about it anyway. Think about it. Saves it. Yeah, a lot yeah. of work. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah, yeah. We had a lovely chat with um, Caitlin Thornburn mm. um, about mm. her, um, her her special sorts of things that she does. Um, mm. She calls herself Freya Floral, and she does sort of quite um, different. Um, floral work and of course she's going to be running a course at the Horticultural Society doing a, li- a living Christmas wreath right. made mostly out of succulents so it's a reasonably permanent thing mm. so um, we're going to have a little listen to her and see what she's got to tell us about herself Yes, that'll be interesting Yeah, yeah. and having a Christmas wreath uh, a, a living one mm. Yeah, yeah it'll be really good Well, this morning we're talking to Caitlin Thorburn. Caitlin's a young florist and has been in Christchurch for a wee while. So it's lovely to have you, Caitlin. Thank you. Nice to be here. That's great. <laughs> now, Caitlin, um, I'm just always interested in how florists do their training. Yeah. Where did you train? I actually trained in Wintech in Hamilton. I'm from the Waikato originally, so um, when I left high school, I went straight into training. Uh, it was a part-time course over a year and I started working at a flower shop in that time as well and as soon as I finished that uh, training I went and moved to Wellington and went straight into a full-time job down there. Oh great so that was a bit of a shift from from the Waikato. Yeah it was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Windy City, go down to Windy City. Yeah. So um, I first came in contact with you quite a long time ago now at yeah. um, you were one at of the, the young florists in yeah. a um, <laughs> in what is, I think you you won the competition and you won the speech competition at um, yeah. the that was the Young Horticulturalist oh, competition. Yes, yeah. that's right. So I've done a couple of competitions um, in my career. The first one was when I was 21, actually. That was the World Skills Competition that I did in Wellington, 
winning and then that meant I joined a team of I think there's about 18 of us from different industries all under 21 and we went to Canada and competed for our country and our industries. Yes and that's quite an experience isn't yeah. it? <laughs> yeah that was awesome. <laughs> yeah, yes. I mean do they still do world skills? I, I believe suppose they it, do yeah. yeah. It must yeah. be pretty tough at the moment to do it though. Yeah. 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 Yes I was involved down here with the Canterbury team a couple, for a couple of times mm-hmm. um, and they put you through some pretty good training don't they? They do yeah. 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 This an opportunity to create some pretty awesome things. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's great background for um, coming back and being able to establish a business and establish mm. um, and be able to talk to people because you know, you've had to do it. Yeah. So it's great. Um, there's lots of trends. I think floral work, mm-hmm. pretty one of the trendiest things around. <laughs> yeah. When I say Everybody that, I mean, it. Has, 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 it goes through so many different trends, it doesn't does. it? Yeah. 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 So what's sort of new and up and coming or well, at the moment, the dried flowers seem to be all the rage, um, which is quite cool because there's lots of beautiful things you can pick and buy, and if you don't sell, you can dry, yeah. and then they're still able to be used, which is really nice. Well, what sort of things could people, this is just off the cuff, um, grow in their garden that they could event, you know, think about drying? What's oh, so many. Uh, we're really lucky with our climate in Canterbury to be able to grow such a beautiful um, range of flowers. Um, proteas are quite a popular one. There's so many different types of those. Um, you can even dry leucospernums and um, leucodendrons as well, which are all part of the protea family. You can grow status, cornflower, um, those little straw flowers or paper flowers. Mm. Um, yes, those are probably my top go-tos. What about lavender? Does it, it dry? Yeah, you can, but, yeah. And I guess it's quite fine, so you have to use it sort of bunched. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's always a tricky one, that. Yeah. It's like using violets. You've got to use lots to make the impact. Make the impact, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and there's of course, lots of seeds, um, plants that go to seed that have mm-hmm. very nice seed heads, don't they? And yes. I think people don't think about them. Yeah. Yeah, like poppies have got beautiful seed heads. Um Scabiosa is a good, good one that has a beautiful seed head. Yeah, yeah and I use um, those Japanese windflowers. What do you call them? Japanese anemones. Oh, yes. They have those lovely Gosh, little balls those. on top of... Yeah. yeah they're cute as anything. Oh, I've seen there. those for years. I used to have some of them in my old garden in Wellington. Oh, well, I'll have to save mine for you when they go to seed oh, this year. That'd be lovely. Yeah, because I get <laughs> they seem to grow wild in my garden. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Oh, no, that's lovely. So um, what, what about the fresh flower business? Is it obviously... It's, the nursery people are really struggling in mm-hmm. this lockdown. Yeah, um, I'm really struggling as well, if I'm honest. It's really hard to run a flower shop in any... Well, because I'm so new into the city as well, I've only been here for about six or seven years, I don't have that like core group of people that have known me forever that can support my business. So it's hard to crack into that. And to be a proper florist I feel like I should have flowers in my shop all the time yes but I can't afford to keep buying them if I'm not selling them so I'm very much trying to train people to pre-order their flowers so I can buy specifically for those orders and then I would have like leftover stuff in the shop but yeah Yeah. for my first year I was 
buying a lot of flowers and a lot of flowers were dying. So. It's very tempting. You go to the market and oh, you see all those fabulous so big buckets of flowers. Things. I know. Yeah. You think, oh, my God, I really, 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 really want all those. I love that. They're big. Yeah. But, but you've got to be, be sensible, you've don't you? have got to be sensible. Yeah. And yeah. my flower stand looks fabulous when it's full of flowers. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Yeah, but, so yeah. I guess... <laughs> it doesn't happen often, unfortunately. Do you, um, do you find that... Potted plants help out to make yeah, it. Yeah, I am selling a lot more um, indoor house plants at yeah, the moment. Yeah. yeah, I must admit, I'm buying more house plants than I'm buy, than mm. buying flowers at the moment. So yeah, exactly. Just because I mean, they I'm don't die. Right? I'm into house plants. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, they can die. They but... can die. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, now, sometime early in December, mm-hmm. you're going to be doing um, a Christmas wreath for yeah. us at the Canterbury Horticultural Society. Yes. Um, and I think it's going to be a bit of a different one. Tell us a bit about yeah, it. Yeah, so um, this year I'm going to do a um, – the workshop's going to be based on a wire or like a metal kind of hoop, um, which will be the base for our, our um, Christmas wreaths, which I'm going to put a little bit of sphagnum moss on and then we're going to fill that with succulents and flowers and foliage that will dry nicely. Um, oh, so right. I'll use things like – the leucospernums and leucodendrons will be available, um, bits of coniferous kind of plants and the toy toy and, yeah, just lots of yummy. I'm all about textures. Mm. That's one of my big, big things in my floristry is texture. So um, lots of different textures and colours and shapes. and Yeah, yeah. and it'll be quite lovely because it, it will start off fresh at the beginning, mm-hmm. like, when you, whenever when you we do it. it, and I can't remember what the yeah. date is, or whether we've even set a date yet. Yeah, I think it, we everything's did. so un, unsettled. I think it's the first week in December, maybe, okay. or it could be the second. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll have it. You'll have it fresh for a couple of weeks, mm-hmm. and then of course it'll dry it'll off. It'll dry. But the succulents, of course, just, it still looks beautiful because it's. I actually, yeah. secretly, I did make one last year, and it um, graced my door for Christmas, and it's still there. <laughs> <laughs> But it looks great. That's yeah. why it's not come off. It still looks fine. And we're so many months after. Yeah. <laughs> no, well, it's fantastic, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Things don't die as quickly as we think they do. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, my front door doesn't get any direct sunlight, so that helps. But yeah. <laughs> would you would you recommend people giving it a mist or something like that? You can do absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Um, if you or you could even uh, put it on your. On you over your sink and just dribble water into it because it's going to be a mossy base, so yeah. that will hold a lot of water. So that will help keep it living for longer. Yeah. But yeah, the succulents in mine seem to be fine. I guess there's enough nutrients in that moss to. Yeah, well, that moss is amazing, isn't it? I've mm-hmm. got a Philanopsis orchid. It's given to me five years ago in that little, you know, you get that little plastic thing mm-hmm. full of um, bark. bark. Yeah. And after a while, after a couple of years, I thought, oh, you poor thing. All the Roots were going here and there. You know how they do. They climb <laughs> yeah. out. So I put it in a big bowl with sphagnum moss. Mm-hmm. It's just flourishing. Oh, it wow. flowers every year. Yeah. And it's just sitting in moss. Yeah. You wow. probably don't have to water it much at all if it's in um, moss. No, but when the, I know that I can tell when the moss needs water. Yeah. So yeah. I'm just very brave. I fill the bowl right up to the neck with water, Oof. turn it upside down, okay, holding yeah. it really carefully, yeah, yeah. and tip the water all out. Yeah. And it's perfect, and yeah. the flowers just happy, happy, happy. Oh, yeah. nice. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so it's nice because um, it was given to me as a birthday present. So every mm. year, 
Mm. My birthday present comes back to me. <laughs> nice. Yeah, the gift that keeps on giving. Mm. Yeah, absolutely right. Yes, that's yeah. great. Oh, well, Caitlin, I'm looking forward to um, the Christmas workshop very yeah, much. Yeah, me too. I love doing workshops. It's um, something that's helping me a lot, actually, in my business is yes. running yeah. different workshops. Well, there's people out there with a thirst for knowledge mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. Um, and definitely we're finding yeah. that people love to come to workshops. Yeah. And flower parties. Pardon? Flower parties. That's yes, like, flower parties. Yeah, another little yeah. thing that I'm doing for, like, hens do's. And I've, I've actually got one this evening for a group of lawyers. Oh, for really? Their, like, yeah. end-of-year staff. That's fantastic. Yeah. yeah. It's good therapy too. Yeah. Really good therapy. So it's wonderful. Playing with flowers. Nice. For ladies. Yeah. Glass of wine. Yeah, a lot, of want, <laughs> a lot of people just want to come along and want to know how to put one or two flowers yeah. in a vase. And yeah, exactly. Um, and it's just, just learning a few basics, like mm-hmm. everything else. Mm-hmm. You know, Once you've got the basics. Once you've got yeah. the basics, yeah. you can look on online and get ideas but mm-hmm. you need to have those basics of mechanics and yeah. flower preparation and things like exactly. that don't you yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so oh well, that'd be great so congratulations for doing that it's yeah. a really good innovative thing to do thank you thank you <laughs>
normally with fruit trees you get beautiful flowers in spring mm. you get lovely foliage and fruit right through till autumn and then you get all the nice autumn colors so i think you get three nice seasons out of them mm. But, boy, this year the fruit set's fantastic. Wow. Yeah. Oh, so really. you'll be getting some good fruit then. Yeah. yeah. Um, mm. It's very interesting, isn't it? We had that late, late frost in November last year, so we hardly got anything very much. Well, the trees are making up for it this year. The, the citrus trees couldn't get another flower on. Oh, wow. It's, and the smell, as you walk up the driveway, from the orange blossom, right. it's almost overwhelming. It's oh, the most wow. amazing smell. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So, so that's nice, but I've got fingers crossed, and I keep looking at the weather. Yeah, that we don't get any frost. Don't get a frost. So if there's mm. a frost, we'll be out panicking, covering <laughs> everything. Yeah. 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 So, did I tell you that we tried the pheromone trap? I've already told you that, haven't I? The pheromone trap? Trap for um, coddling moth. Oh. No, you haven't? Okay. Well, um, because last year we got quite a bit of coddling moth with our apples. Oh, okay. I talked my husband into getting a pheromone trap, and all that is is it attracts the male moth. After they've flown and mated in the air, Right. the, fer- the pheromone trap or it's something like that. Anyway, I'm not clear on the science. But anyway, what the pheromone trap, it shows you that there are, the male moths have been flying. Oh. So there will be eggs being laid in the tree so you know that you have to spray. Right. Well, we haven't seen a moth in our pheromone trap. So I have no idea it doesn't mean, it means either it didn't work for us this year <laughs> or we haven't got coddling moth. Well, hopefully you haven't got coddling moth. Then maybe we'll notice, well, we'll know when we get the apples. Yes. If we have lots of little holes in the holes. apples, yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh. So that was just something we tried this year. A lot of people okay. swear by it, but we seem to collect leaves and nothing else. So oh. maybe we didn't have them quite the right place, but anyway. Oh, yeah. well, good luck with that one. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, yeah. I guess it's not luck now. Well, yes. well, hopefully it's worked out. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. have you noticed the bees? Um, yes, there's been the bees on the, on the, rose, on the rosemary as well, and... I haven't noticed actually. Some days when the sun's out, there's a lot of bees, mm, but mm. not not many on cloudy days. So. No, they seem to want to stay in bed, don't they? Yeah. <laughs> I don't blame them. No, I really. don't either. No, because, yeah, I was quite worried the other day when I was saying that all my sage is out and um, mm. lots of flowers out around the herb garden, mm. and I went out one morning and there wasn't a bee in sight, and I thought. Here's all this lovely stuff. The bees really come. Half an hour later, I went out. And there were bees everywhere because the sun had come out and it all had got round to that side of the house. Right. And it was warm enough, I guess. Yes. Yeah. Well, I think they do do that, don't mm, they? I do. Yeah, yeah. I think they, yeah. they like to be warm. I think they need to come out and you notice that when it's a cold day, the bees don't get up. But mm. Um, mm. I'm always concerned about bees. I, Are I like you? To, right. Well, I like to know there's bees around. Oh, yes. We can't. We couldn't do without them, could we? No. no. That's absolutely right. So. No, we couldn't. No. Yeah. No. So what else have you got on your list of to-dos um, in the garden this month? I think I've already said about the changing the soil in my pots, didn't yeah. I? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, doing that. And just keeping it, you know, just... Just keeping an eye on everything, really, and making sure that it's growing and shifting some things from one place to another if it's not doing well. That's right. I'm doing that sort, just doing that sort of thing, and just checking. There hasn't, yeah. The with the weeds haven't been too bad. No, so, that's um, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I think a lot of gardening isn't a lot of doing. No, there is a lot of doing in gardening. Yes, it's a lot of observing. Mm. As our 
horticulturist at the Horticultural Society says, Michael says, you know, looking around and looking and the leaves of things and mm. having a good inspection keeps you ahead of any problems coming up. Right. You know, if so there's any insects and things coming yeah, on. And, that's right. Yeah, yeah. And, of yeah. course, it's a lovely early-ish in the morning. And early-ish in the morning for me is about 9 o'clock. <laughs> From, I like to be up uh, outside about half past seven myself. Do you, oh, well, with, I whatever do. <laughs> your first part of the day is, yeah. it's a lovely thing to wander yes. around the garden and yes. just think, "Wow, yeah. am I am I lucky or what?" Having yes. you know all these yeah. lovely plants giving me some lots of food, mm. lots of lovely pleasure. Yeah, and and you get those lovely smells early in the morning. Yes, you know, the perfume of everything. So yeah. it does. Yeah, um, it's a lovely time of the day to get and just wander around. It is a lovely time of the day. I just love it. You know, I go out and have a look around the garden and I feed the birds and check that everything's all right. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's just a lovely time. It starts my day. Yes. It's, it's a great way to start my day. That's right. Yeah. Especially at the moment, we need all the little pleasures we can get. Oh, we do with everything that's happening. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So that's yeah. lovely. And, yeah. And um, so anyway, happy gardening. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Happy growing. Yes. Too. So yeah. well, next month we're going to talk to Rachel about what we do over Christmas when we do go away on holiday. But she's coming up with some good ideas. I hope. Oh, good. Okay. Yeah, so good. That'll be nice. So that will be good. Yeah. Okay. So if anybody's got any questions or they want any information or they've got a good idea idea for anybody that they'd like to hear from, mm-hmm. just send um, an email into info at plainsfm.org.nz or ring in on 365-7997 and we'll do our best to help you out. We will. Until Thanks, then. Happy okay. gardening. Yes, thank you.